Welcome to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to fearless and brave entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. So consider yourself one step closer to success. Why? Because you're going to hear lessons learned through failures, setbacks, and sometimes laughable moments in business. And the resilience it takes to get back up, shake it off, and move you from failure to success as a way to grow your business and build income. Let's go. Welcome to the show, everyone. In doing some research about today's guest, you are about to to hear and see why I'm so excited to have her on the show today. Her name is Kim Smith. She is a speaker, an author, a corporate leader, and someone who has spent most of her years mastering leadership within some of the top hospital systems in the country. She has two leadership books under her belt, In the the Value Lens and People First, Then Profit. Wow, she has so much to tell us about that. I can't wait to hear. She is very passionate about helping people in leadership magnify their value in the corporate world. She is a wife and a mom of three boys. Here to talk, Bold Girl Biz is a bold girl talking biz herself. Let's welcome Kim Smith to the show. Thank you so much, Robbie. Oh, it's great to be on with you today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. I'm, I, I am so ready to dig in and I'm yes. trying to figure out where I want to go because there's so much to share with our audience here. Um, so let's start with, tell us about your business and why people matter first. Absolutely. So I launched my firm, the Positivity Academy in 2015 with the goal of really teaching organizations how to treat their people as their number one asset, but also making sure that individuals were equipped to position themselves for growth Mm. and promotion opportunities. Um, And it's been an exciting journey. It's so important. What I learned in this process was that not only is that a critical uh, philosophy to understand in the corporate setting, because that's something, that's what I learned uh, in the corporate setting, it also applies to small business owners and to mm-hmm. homes and, you know, leadership principles are universal and you can apply these principles in any part of your life. Uh, but people, t- to answer your question plainly, people really are your number one asset. Whenever you're trying to work with individuals to accomplish a big goal, mm-hmm. if you don't have your people on the right page, if you haven't equipped them properly, if you don't even acknowledge the value they bring to the table, it's going to be a challenge for you. And even if you see some success, you're missing the mark because Mm -hmm. you're not investing and putting your people first. Ah, so when you have uh, people first um, and putting the values on it, do you, what do you do inside of the Positivity Academy? So tell us a little bit about that and how, um, you know, someone may want to reach out to you and say, hey, I want to be a part of that. So can you share a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So the Positivity Academy is my consulting firm. I offer speaking engagements, uh, keynote speaking, Mm. uh, e-learning. So I have workshops and, and training workbooks. I also, um, also offer 
trainings on site, of course, with that's a little pause right now with <laughs> COVID-19 oh, yes. going on. So COVID-19, yeah. Right. So we already had a, an e-learning model anyway. So with the Positivity Academy, our services really focus on um, both individuals, so professionals that are looking to grow and uh, be positioned for promotion opportunities. So that's where that executive coaching arm comes in. We also the second side is of that is the team building. So individuals, whether you're a large corporation or a small business, when you want to make sure that you're engaging your team, mm-hmm. that you are developing your team, that you're positioning your business for success by focusing on people development, we offer trainings and development around that. Uh, so earlier you mentioned the two different books, The Value Lens. Yes. The Value Lens, uh, the subtitle is What Every Success-Driven Leader Needs to magnify the rock star inside. This Ooh. is that book for individuals that wanna grow. And we have trainings and workshops around this particular service line, the value lens, knowing your value, not just waiting for that, uh, that check to drop out of the sky, mm-hmm. that phone call to be made to you where they say, oh, I've been waiting for just you to show up and, uh, and get the promotion. Okay. But it's taking it in your own hands and positioning yourself for growth opportunities. It does not happen uh, by accident. People that are growing in organizations that are on the fast track, they're doing specific things. They're very intentional about what they do, how they show up and how they're visible, how they perform to position themselves for those opportunities. So this book teaches you how to do that in a very different kind of way. Mm. Um, so that's the value lens and, and, and we offer services around individual support through executive coaching. Nice. And with people uh, first. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. I am. I, I love the title in the value lens. Oh, wow. That just, that's just a striking title. And you said you, they do a little bit things different. Tell our audience what, what makes it different because I am really interested in uh, the value of the difference part. Like what, what do you do differently? Right. Well, wow, the, goodness, we can just talk a whole, <laughs> we could have a whole retreat on this, right? Oh, yes. um, but there, so there's one principle that, um, that I'll mention that was uh, shared with me a few years ago. And I didn't realize I was actually doing this in my corporate world myself. Um, But there's this principle known as, as pie. And a lot of, uh, this is something that's taught in the fortune 10, fortune 50 circles. Very, it's very common uh, knowledge for folks that are on the fast track. Mm -hmm. But the concept of pie is that of course, when you want to grow, there's your performance. That's important. There's your exposure. That's important. Mm-hmm. But then there's also your, your image. Oh. So a lot of times people think if I just do a good job, I'll be promoted. Based mm-hmm. on the data, that's actually not true. Based on the data, you perform well. Yes, that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. If your image is together, right? You, you look the part, you're professional, you right. fit the culture, that kind of thing. That's good, but that's not enough. Oh. Exposure, that visibility piece, your ability uh-huh. to connect it accounts for over 30%. I mean, well, well over 30%. Close to half wow. of that pie 
is based on your visibility. And it's not just, some people say, oh, you're just, what is it? Sucking up, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Rubbing yeah. noses. Right. It's not, it's not yeah. that. Yeah, it's not that specifically. It's knowing how to connect mm. with those that are in places that you would like to be one day. Mm. Understanding their language, mm-hmm. understanding what what did they, uh, what kind of language they, did they use to talk about, uh, you know, return on investment? Mm-hmm. So for example, good, great example to help you. My husband is an accountant. I know if I want to pitch a new project for the house, I need to talk in numbers. I need, <laughs> yep. I need to talk in the return on the investment, right? Uh-huh. I understand yeah. the language. There might be someone else. I have my, my baby sister. She's a nurse. She's so passionate. I know with her, I talk in stories often. Oh. I listen to her stories. So it's understanding the language of the grouping, oh. the people of, in, the circles of influence that you want to tap into. That's so and, good. and showing up for those opportunities always with your A game. So often we think that, oh, I'll just be phenomenal and I'm going to get the job. And uh-huh. You'll be turned over for the opportunity time and time and time again because you have not connected. Uh-huh. And you'll blame someone else. You'll blame the right. system blame and still be in else. that same seat for five to 10, 15 years uh-huh. and wonder why you never got the yes. So that's just one, one example of so many, Robbie, that, that are in this great. book. I have tools. I have uh, assessments that they can uh, check out that are, are free assessments okay. to help them really understand. So what makes me so wonderful? Anyway? So wonderful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So getting clear on why, what your gifts and talents and experiences are that bring so much value to the table, having that confidence positions you better to be more willing to show up. Mm, I love that. Show up because we're intimidated and we don't think that we really have value to add when you really do. So yeah. that, that's a huge piece. And before, you have to master your personal development before we can even talk about the team stuff. And that's people first. <laughs> mm, I love that. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. now, so let's go into the people first model. I love that yes. too. I am so, this is so great information. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> wow. So people first, I, this is my baby. I am mm. so excited about this. This is hot <laughs> off the press. So if I yes, get a little worked up, you, you understand why. But people first, then profits is so important. I've worked in the healthcare industry for 14 years. And early on in my career, I remember, I must have been maybe 21, 22. I remember sitting in my first uh, service excellence steering committee mm-hmm. <laughs> with all the executives. I, you know, they always dragged me along to those kind of things. I was very, very blessed to get those, that kind of exposure at a young age. Um, and I remember them talking about wanting to hardwire service excellence principles from the top down. So they really wanted to have scripting and it was a huge deal. We were on this whole journey to Baldridge and this was a part of the process and we can talk about Baldridge a little later, but it's about basically being an excellent organization. So, um, so with the service excellence committee, I remember sitting there and they were talking about figuring out a way to customize the experience of, of the patient every with every single patient. And I, I remember raising my hand <laughs> saying, how on earth can you change how you interact with every single patient every single time? And they all looked at me like, oh, dear God, she's new. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do, Kim. Right, right. In healthcare, I was thinking, oh, okay, let me just put my foot in my mouth. 
But what I learned in this process of them trying to figure out how to provide the, the best uh, experience for, for each patient of the thousands and thousands that we saw every year, uh-huh. their focus was around training their people on how to do it. They had to equip them with what to do so that the output, right, the mm-hmm. end goal was met. Mm. That happens in every scenario. There's so many situations where we as leaders, we want to accomplish a big goal. We want to reduce our expenses. We want to um, uh, roll out a new initiative. Or as a business mm-hmm. owner, you want to launch that new new service for new, a client, yep. right? Yes. But if you have not position your people to get it done with you and for you, then you're not likely to, to hit the mark the the way that you want to. And even as a small business owner, we, you know, we have to get out of the mindset of this whole solopreneur thing, because there's nothing you can do that's big on your own. Mm, So even if you have vendors, I treat my vendors and my contractors as my team members. I refer to them as team members. Mm. And I have meetings with them like I meet with my team in the corporate world because I need to make sure they have complete buy-in to my vision and they have the same energy level. And that's also a way to test them out. <laughs> ah. think, is this really going to work? Because, oh my goodness, you can't afford to drag people along with you, especially as a small business owner. That's so, so true. So people first focuses on investing in your people. Mm-hmm. There are five principles. Uh, it talks about the importance of prioritizing your people. So making sure that this, they're uh, at the table of influence, that you're, you're recognizing um, who you have on your team and mm. you're, you've invited them to be a part of your uh, decision-making and your strategy. Uh-huh. Serving your people, positioning mm. them for growth opportunities, equipping your people. That starts with the onboarding process the training, the development, and the promotion, uh-huh. connecting to your people, those genuine relationships that are so important to manage. It's important to have that. And lastly, committing. And sometimes that means writing the check, mm. putting it in the budget line item to send your, maybe your marketing person to that class, virtual or in-person, right? right. So they can become more brilliant <laughs> and more excellent <laughs> in their skill. It's investing and your people. And sometimes that, that involves making a payment um, in, in some way. So these five principles really help you understand how do we put, how do I put as a, as a director of a business unit, as a business owner, how do I put my people first so that my customer, my end goal as a business owner, as a, as a director in an organization can be accomplished? You cannot do it without your people. Without your people. That is so, so true. Now, when you say you, you put the people first, um, what about protecting um, while you're also protecting them? Talk a little bit more about that. Wow. So protecting your people, Mm -hmm. you know, right now life is so chaotic, isn't it? Yes, it is. (laughs) With COVID-19. Oh, and I'm living it on all ends. And I'm sure so many of, of, your listeners are as well, whether you're on the front line, you have family members that are on the front line, or you've worked in a business and thought you weren't going to be impacted, but all of a sudden you've been furloughed and, right. or your, your peers have been furloughed and you're there carrying the load, right? Mm-hmm. What, I've, what I've learned is this, organizations, how they respond 
to this COVID-19 crisis will have a ripple effect on their business, reputation, their employee loyalty for years to come. Years, and I mean years. years. Yes, I do. It really is. Here's the truth. Hard decisions are being made, and in a lot of ways they have to be. But one of the principles um, that's key, and well, really all of them are key, are key in this, but one that I'll mention, connect. Connecting mm-hmm. to your people will be absolutely essential. Really, that's essential right now for businesses. Mm. Now, if you already had a struggle with your, your what I call a people poor culture, if you already struggled with this, it's even more reason to do the work, but it, it may be a longer uh, <laughs> curve for you. Uh-huh. Um, but people need to feel valued more than ever. And if you are able to, even with making hard decisions, if you're able to be transparent, to communicate effectively, to have genuine concern and compassion, to just be human with your people, it's that simple. Why do we make it complicated, Robbie? <laughs> it's that well, simple. It's would so you say simple. that it would kind of be like a mindset? Does mindset play, play any role in this? What do it you does. think? Yes. I talk about the people first mindset, and mm-hmm. that's why we start with prioritize. If you already have a, uh, if you already think about how your decision will impact your people off the bat, mm-hmm. then you have a people first mindset. Yep. Now, everybody does not do that. I know. I mean, most people probably do not do that. <laughs> and hey, just three months ago, we knew that 51% of, of uh, employees were, at, were really disgruntled or, or actively disengaged. We knew that oh, close to half of them were actively looking for their next job at any given moment. We mm. knew that just pre-COVID-19. Now, place a pandemic on top of those stats. Oh, my, oh my goodness. Right. So when you have this mindset of, let me consider, let me, let me consider how this will impact my people, or let me consider how my people, who are my partners, can help get us through this. And when you have the mindset of, my people are my partners, they're yeah. not subordinates, but they bring so much more experience than I probably even recognize. There's so much data out there, Robbie, that says that most leaders don't even capitalize on the brilliance in the minds of those in their organization. Mm, They have no idea what people are bringing to the table. They may be that accounts, uh, accounts payable clerk, but they didn't know that they used to serve as a business owner for a small business for 15 years before they decided to switch careers and just try something different. Mm -hmm. So what you need is in them, but because you're not connecting, you are disconnected, Mm, right? From the gifts, not just from them. And so many times we're looking and looking for something, something on the outside of the walls that we're in Mm. when it's right up close with you. But are you willing to have a genuine connection or just expect them to do the task? And they can be holding, they can be holding it. So Uh when you're protecting your people, it doesn't mean that you don't have to make tough decisions because we're all making those, those decisions right now. Right now. Everyone is impacted, but it's being considerate. It's being mindful and it's extending the invitation of excellence to say, Hey, we're in this together and I need you. I need you to help, help me write out and consider what is the best strategy 
what are your thoughts on this? This is our response to our customers. This is what we're, we're looking to do to prepare for reopening. What are your thoughts? Oh, that's have, you what asked, mm-hmm. have you asked your team? Have you asked them their opinion? Or do you think, oh, they're not in the director seat or the owner. So what they, what they think doesn't matter. Uh, it kind of does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it really does. Yeah. Because that they are the meat of the business and they, if they don't come back, then you don't have a job. You don't have a a business. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. We miss it so often. There are companies that are closing, closing left and right. I get notices every other day, another company, another restaurant that's closing, another small Mm -hmm. business that says, I can't do this. Um, They're furloughs. left and right, wondering, are these people even going to want to come back? I mean, there's so much unknown, but you can help or you can help your people fill in the blanks. Don't allow them to make assumptions off of the lack of communication. That's right. And they're going to fill it in. It's either going to be positive or negative and it's based on the culture. You know, it's going to be based on what they know about the environment. So if it's been negative, if there's been a lack of communication before, and there's been all of a sudden uh, disappearances where people are here one day and gone and the gone next. gone the next. <laughs> <laughs> then why would they assume anything different in this That's case, right. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's so important that you connect and make, even if you didn't do it before, try. Try to do simple things to connect with your people um, and show genuine interest and concern for their well-being. I love that. I love that. And for our listeners out there, um, tell them what does being a bold girl in business mean to you? Because we've got some, uh, they are really wanting to maybe do what you're doing. Uh, Get out there and write books and, you know, manage people. That's a big thing that you do. Um, Yes. First, what does it mean to be a bold girl in business? Wow. You know, I just, I was just posting on Instagram about this, or about, you know, just me talking with you and, and thinking about that. So perfect question. I would say this, being bold means don't quit on yourself. Mm. Don't quit on yourself. People don't like to say that it, this is hard. <laughs> this is hard work. Yes. Yes. I, I think there are quotes out there that says success looks like hard work. Right. Yeah. So this is is hard, and there will be challenges. Challenges. But you have to know, and if no one else around you, whether it's your partner, whether it's your family, friends, colleagues, clients, if they don't get it, and you know this is what I'm called to do to mm-hmm. make an impact in the world, mm-hmm. even if it's at, you know whether you are. Uh, opening a nail salon, whether you are wanting to be an executive coach or whether you want to be in the C-suite, whatever your dream is, you have to know it for yourself and know that you are worth the fight. Are you worth fighting for? Ask yourself that every day. Spend time you know, just getting yourself built up with passion and, and oh, I love a clarity and thought of what does it take today to move me a little closer a to little closer. that goal. That's and, right. And you don't have to take on the world. I've committed to do this one thing, Robbie. I don't, and, I, and you know, goodness, it takes a lot of energy to restrain myself because I'm, 
I'm one of the types where if I move somewhere, I have to unpack, unpack everything that moment. <laughs> uh-huh. Have it all in this place. It's got to be done within a, you know, that minute. I don't like to do it over time. So I'm always trying to, you know, shortcut stuff and, and do things fast. That's just my personality. Right, right. So with business and even with work, you know, that's what I do. But with business, I originally started off trying to do so much so fast and it burnt me out. Mm. So I committed to do this, this thing. And it, it takes boldness to do this. I committed to doing one thing, the one thing. And I love this book by Gary Keller, The One Thing. I recommend you purchase that too. But it talks about really fine tuning what is on your today list to get toward your goal. And being bold means being clear, being confident, and being consistent with meeting your goals and overcoming those challenges and holding yourself accountable. That's right. right. Yeah, so, absolutely. And, yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to overwhelm you. And, and it may be overwhelming in, in moments, <laughs> you know, that kind of comes with the territory, but that doesn't mean that you don't have what it takes. And so keep that's, going. keep going. And that's why it's very important to always have a coach with you. Someone that can at least hold you uh, accountable for those, uh, your, your, goals and your ambitions. And that's why we're here for you. That's why I love my audience because they are just starting or right in the middle and they may have come right at a hurdle. I don't know what to do. Uh, you know, wow. I'm just going to fail. And that's why this show is so beautiful because we encourage everyone to just keep going. I love that. What you said, just don't quit. It's about being bold. Just throw it out there and see, see what works, you know? Yes, absolutely. Don't quit. And, and you know what? You're going to fail forward. Absolutely. And that's okay. You might launch things and realize, well, you know, I want to do it differently. I had a two years ago, I launched my first two day conference. It was phenomenal. I flew in speakers from as far as California and as west as California and as far north um, as New Jersey, all coming down to South Carolina. It was incredibly successful, but it took so much out of me. And I realized, you know what, next time I'm going to do this different. I know that I love conferences and connecting, but I like intimate settings. I do too. I like, yes. you know, those, you know, those conversations mm-hmm. with that, you know, one conversation can change your life. One connection can change your life. And those are the environments that I want to foster. I noticed that on the first day, which was our VIP day, which was a more intimate setting, it was even more rewarding to me than the second day. And even though they were both great, I got so much out of that intimate setting and I poured in more Mm. in that smaller setting. Mm -hmm than the long full day with my, you know, full lineup of speakers. It was just a different vibe. And I realized what matches my brand better. And I realized it's the, it's the private small right. retreat model. Right. And, and you have to find that out. to find that out. People are still raving about the conference. <laughs> Partnerships took place. Uh-huh. Deals were made. All kinds of fabulous things happened. Right. Right. But I knew, and so it really wasn't a failure, but it, I've, but I've shifted. But you I've shifted. Pivoted. Right. You, you, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. And, and that, that doesn't mean don't do. never do a conference again. It doesn't right. mean, oh, I quit, never do it. No. It means how do I fine tune this and make it better? And make it better. I love that. I love that. Absolutely. And that's, that's what being a bold girl is all about. I love that, Kim. Thank you so much for sharing your inspiration and motivation. Um, Tell us again, how can our listeners, our, our bold girl biz community, how can, what is the best way they can reach you? 
Well, you can connect with me a number of ways, but two, two specific recommendations. First, go to my website. That is kimasmith.com. You can connect there, get a lot of freebies, wonderful resources to help you with your personal development needs as well as your team uh, development needs. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn and I'm Kim Smith, CEO on LinkedIn. And I'd love to learn more about your journey. And if there's anything that myself or my team can do to support you, I'm here for it. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Kim. And thank you for my listeners for Bold Girl Biz. If you are ready to take action, take a bold step and make a move, you are listening to the right show. I'm your host, Robbie Walls, and I will see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to Bold Girl Biz. If you've enjoyed today's lessons learned, leave us a comment or review. And for today's show notes, head over to boldgirlbiz.com and click podcast. While you're there, you'll find tools to help you power through your journey to success to achieve your goals. Always remember, I believe in you. You are powerful and you are bold. See you soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.